0: Staying fit and healthy can sometimes feel like a really overwhelming thing, can't it? Not just because there are so many pieces to the jigsaw, but also because there's always a new superfood or super workout or super strategy that we're getting distracted by. And so we end up scattered and feeling like we can never do enough. Not only is it overwhelming, but the time we're supposed to be able to put aside for the meal planning and prep, the various workouts, the meditation, the journaling, the 10,000 steps a day, and all of the rest just isn't feasible. Unless, of course, we can stop working and doing all of the other things we need and want to in life. In fact, I tried that whole meal prep thing myself on a Sunday a few times took half the day and that plus all the washing tidying and everything else to catch up on meant that my weekend disappeared in a whirl of jobs. Let's just say I take a more relaxed approach to all of that these days and it's not that all of these things are not important because looking after our health and well-being is literally the most important thing we can do for ourselves but I also know there has to be a simpler way which is exactly what I'm going to be sharing with you today. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at Alex ChickFit. Amazing to have you here again today, and I hope you are ready to get really inspired by today's episode. In fact, by the end of today, or very shortly afterwards, you are going to have discovered and honed in on your three core habits – and by this, I mean the three things that are going to make the biggest difference to your health and well-being. And this is about simplifying because we can very easily get distracted. We go off after that shiny new object and we can feel sometimes that we're a bit all over the place. We, we're we not anchored in anything. We are constantly overwhelmed by all the different things that we feel we need to do. And so we end up not doing anything. We end up sticking with the same old habits. So what this is all about is it's about simplifying all of these kind of various health, fitness and well-being things down into what works for you and has the biggest impact for you personally. And when we can do that, we can really save ourselves a whole lot of overwhelm and frustration. So what I'm going to do today, first I'm going to tell you about my three core habits. We're going to talk a bit about why it's important to identify those three things and what it's going to, you know, what it's going to give you and the benefits it's going to have for you. And then we're going to dive into how you can do that, how you can identify those things and, you know, really use that to simplify your life, but also to have the biggest impact on your fitness and your well-being. Before I go on though, I just want to ask you a quick question. Have you got someone in your life who you think would really benefit from listening to this podcast episode, or indeed would love any of my previous episodes. If you do, I'd be so, 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 so grateful if you would share it. Go share the love, send them a link and tell them to listen in. I'd be really grateful if you could. Right, anyway. Onwards. So I got thinking about this idea recently after a group coaching session that I had with the members of my current Power Up Your Perimenopause course. And we were chatting about that bit where, and you're going to be familiar with this, we've all had this, where you've started something new, you've got all that initial buzz and excitement, and there's lots of novelty to it. But you're now a few weeks in, and that novelty... Has maybe started to wear off a little bit. And you're getting to that bit where you're sort of getting into the flow, but you've also got that realization that, wow, I'm, I'm gonna have to do the work. If I want the amazing result the other side, I'm gonna have to do that little bit of work. I'm not gonna talk about that too much today because that's <laughs> that's a whole other episode that I've got planned for the future about kind of what to do when you get to this point in something new and how to kind of power through that. But we all we all know that it happens, right? And and Then what tends to happen to a lot of us is we get distracted. We start to think, oh, actually, do you know what? I'm going to, I've seen this other thing, this other idea. I'm going to do that instead. Or I'm going to try this new thing over here. Or, oh gosh, well, I'm doing this, but I, you know, I've got my fitness sorted, but I've got my nutrition. My nutrition isn't great. So I really need to do that instead. And so we go off on all these different tangents. And before you know it, you have completely drifted away from that initial thing that you were trying to do. And you're feeling frustrated or you're feeling so overwhelmed that you don't do anything at all because you have allowed yourself to get distracted by all of these new different things. So this is the bit where a lot of people give up. You know, that honeymoon period is coming to an end and it's a really important phase because if we can push through this bit, then amazing things happen the other side. Like we change habits, we create lasting habits, and we start to really see the results of the work that we have done. And it does happen, but sometimes it, we have to push through it a little bit. So what we then talked about in this, in this coaching session was identifying three core habits, rather than getting worried that, oh God, I'm not doing this and I'm not doing this and I'm not doing this and I should try this other thing over here, kind of going, right, let's hone in on three core habits. And let's just really focus on those. All of the other things are great to have. You know, it's great if you can, you know, add extra things in as well. But I think what this does is it really focuses us on the things that are the most important to us personally. And these are going to be slightly different for everybody. And, you know, when we do this, then yes, we might still get tempted by the shiny object, by the new thing over there. But I think it's much easier then to go, actually, no, I've got these three things and these three are my core. And we can, you know, and and when the wheels start to fall off, we can say to ourselves, well, am I focusing on my three core things? And I know for me, if my wheels start to fall off, it's normally because I'm not doing one or more of the three things that I know are non-negotiables for me, are are the things that make my life run better. So that's what this is all about. And I think before we talk a bit more about that, I think um, it'd be really helpful if I share with you what my three core habits are. So the first one, not a habit necessarily, but something that I have to have in my life, and that's good sleep. Okay, I am crap without eight hours in bed. I can't do like a six-hour night. I can't do broken sleep. Um, I can't get up early. I'm not a morning person. So I'm, I'm not going to be somebody who's getting up at six in the morning to do a workout. It's not going to happen. My husband does it. And I'm like, oh God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm a late afternoon exerciser. Anyway, that's, that's a different story. But yeah, good sleep. So obviously that, that can require maybe a couple of habit, other habit changes. But you know I To be honest, I found a very simple way of ensuring that good sleep for me. A little bit of light outside in the morning reading in bed, charging my phone outside the bedroom and never looking at my phone in bed. So I keep it very basic. So I read a paper book in bed, no electronics. And I go to bed at roughly the same time every night as well, just to make sure I get that good sleep. So good sleep, which maybe you think I'm cheating a little bit because that really maybe requires a couple of other habits. But like I say, they're very simple habits. But I know that if if I don't get a good night's sleep, the wheels are going to start coming off. My second thing is meditation. So I do this in the morning before the kids get up, just 10 minutes or so, occasionally 15 if I've got a bit of extra time. But yeah, meditation helps keep me focused. And then the third thing is strength training. So if I do literally no other exercise in the week, I will make sure that I have done a couple of strength training sessions because they make me feel feel amazing. And, you know, one of my things, one of the things that I want to feel is strong and that makes me feel strong. So those are my three core things. So if I find myself going off at a tangent, if I find that I'm not as focused as I could be, if I find that my confidence is not where it could be, I always look back to those and I go, well, actually, I've not been sleeping well the last few nights because I don't know, I did this thing and it didn't help with my sleep. So I'm going to get back to focusing on that. So I'll always bring myself back to that. Like I said before there are lots of other things that I'd like to do as well you know I want to eat well I want to walk each day I want to do some yoga I want to do some meal planning and things and I do include those things as well but they're just not my main focus and I kind of know if one of those slips I'm not going to feel bad about it because it's not in my big 3 so for example if I have a week where I don't eat great then, you know, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm going to go, well, you know, eating well is not one of my three things. It might be one of yours, but it's not one of my three things. And yeah, absolutely. I want to eat well, but I've got to choose three things (laughs) and it's not in there. So I'm not going to beat myself up if it doesn't happen. And I'm going to make sure that my other three things are as good as they can be. And the thing is as well, that when I get those three things right, I'm probably going to eat well anyway, because I'm going to be well-rested, I'm going to be focused and I'm going to be feeling strong and confident. And when I feel those things, I'm more likely to eat well and look after myself better. So it has a knock-on effect on everything else and it makes other things easier. But when I'm really busy, those other things fade into the background and I just focus on what is really important to me. So ultimately if I am doing those things consistently, I'm going to feel good. And other stuff often falls into a place as a result. So as hopefully you can see from that example, choosing your three core habits and making them real non-negotiables can be an amazing way to stay focused, to shut out all of the noise. Because I think, you know, if you are tempted to go off after this shiny new object, it often pays to ask yourself, does this complement, does this fit in, with my three core habits? If it doesn't, is it that important? If it doesn't, do I need to do it? And it's not that you can't do it. But what I'm saying is, if you've got those three things in place, and you want to go off and do something else, then fabulous, because you've already got your core habits. But if going off and doing that other thing means that one of your core habits flies out of the window, that's not necessarily a good thing, because that's when you start to get overwhelmed. And that's when you start to get to a point where you're like, oh, God, why am I not Feeling the way I want to feel. And it's because you've not focused in on what those things are. It's like I say, it brings you back when you get distracted, reduces the overwhelm of trying to do it all, because you're not trying to do 10 or 15 different things. You're just like, if I do these three, I'm in a good place. And it helps you to create that longevity in your fitness and wellness routines as well, I think. So how do you go about identifying the things that are going to, A, be most important to you, but B, and this is the biggest thing, is are going to get you to where you want to be, are going to be the most effective things for you. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the things that are going to be the most effective in getting you to your goals. So there's three things that I want you to think about. So number one, you need to know your goals, or at least you need to know how you want to feel. So you don't necessarily need to have like some big, massive goal in mind, but you do need to understand how do I want to feel? How do I want to show up? So, for example, for me, that is, you know, I want to feel confident, I want to feel energetic, I want to feel strong, and I also want to be as focused as I possibly can be so that I can be my very best when I share it with my clients and members. You know, my business is, you know, like, it's a passion project of mine. I do a lot of the things I do because I'm very passionate about them. And I know that if I'm looking after all of these things, and if I'm feeling good and confident, energetic, then I bring the very best of myself to everything that I do. In all honesty, in my job, I can't show up at my client's house being miserable, moaning about stuff, having zero energy. <laughs> I just can't do that, right? You know, yes, I've got clients who I've been seeing for years, who we can I can be very real with, who I can have a bit of a whinge about something with. Absolutely. Absolutely. But what I can't do is I can't turn up being miserable, low on energy, Tired and all of those things. I have to, you know, I have to show up as being my best self. So, those things are really, really important to me. So, when I'm thinking about what three core habits are important to me, they are things that are going to make me feel like that, that are going to give me energy make me feel strong and help me to be focused. So have a think about how you want to feel, okay, because that's going to help you to hone in on the things that are going to help you get there the best. Secondly, do consider what is doable to you. So this is about what you enjoy doing, about how much time you have, about how much headspace you have, about what feels like it's going to be doable to you, rather than something that's going to make you feel a bit heavy and a bit like, oh God, I really don't want to do that. Because this is a core habit. This is something you're going to be doing all the time for yourself. So don't just choose stuff because you think you should choose them. Choose them because A, they align with how you want to feel and B, they are doable and they feel good to you. So for example, morning meditation, you know, you may have, you know, my kids are 10 and 13. I can get up before them in the morning because they, they will only get up when you wake them up half the time. So I can absolutely do, take that meditation off very easily. I can absolutely do that. I can also sleep well because my kids don't get up in the night anymore. And I can also strength train a few times a week. because so I can come down to the studio in the garden. You know, even my husband's not home, the kids are all right in the house for half an hour by themselves. It's not a problem. So I can I can very easily do that. So for me, those three things like work really well. They fit into my life as it is now. Would they have done five, six, seven years ago? Probably not, actually. It would have had to be some slightly different things. So what actually works and feels good for you? And then finally, start making a list of The things that would fit the things that would contribute the most to how you want to feel and how you want to look after yourself. So the way that I suggest doing this is maybe just doing a big brain dump to start with. So get it all out of your head. (laughs) Write down all of those things that you keep telling yourself. Oh, I should do that. And I should do that. And I should do that. And I should do that. You know, they could include meditation journaling, yoga, pilates, running, dance class, lifting weights, sleeping well, reading more, drinking more water, planning your meals, prepping your meals, having some screen-free time. Chuck them all down on paper. I'm sure you can come up with lots of other things as well. All of the things that you know you've you've ever said to yourself, "Oh, I must do this. I really want to do that." And then identify 3 And yes, you are only allowed to choose three. You're not allowed to choose any more than that. I really mean it. Just three, because otherwise you will get overwhelmed. You will lose focus as you try to flip between the three. But three, I think for most of us feels relatively manageable. So choose those three and then just quickly check back in and kind of go, right, is doing this thing going to help me to feel the way I want to feel? And does it feel good to me? Does it feel doable? if they do, fantastic. And it's not to say that you can't change these at a future date. I mean, I wouldn't change them too often because otherwise you get into that place where you're never consistent enough to see like a result from that habit. But, you know, you can change them sometimes if and when you need to. It's like I say, you know, like I say, five, six, seven years ago, I probably wouldn't have been able to get up before the kids in the morning and do meditation and stuff. So that, that wouldn't have happened. So that's something that I've changed and I've added in as and when I've been able to do that. So yeah, just check back and make sure that they match in with those things and then just get really focused on them. Make them your non-negotiables and know that whenever you get off track, you can always come back to them. You can always anchor yourself in them. And it's not, this is not to say you're not going to get distracted sometimes because you are, but I think when when you do, if you've got these three things written down, you can all say, right, no, get yourself back there. And times when you are going through a really busy period or you're going through a tough patch or things aren't maybe working out the way you want them to, you can check in and go, am I doing my three things? And if you're not, get back there and focus on them and focus only on those. Because I think, you know, like I said before, if you can stay focused on those three things, if you can make them a priority, if you can make them your non-negotiables that you do every week, it's going to make everything else run that much better and feel that much better as well. And it's a great place to then build from in the future. So, like I say, it's not like if you choose three things, you can't do other stuff, but get those fundamentals in place first, because they're going to ground you and you can bring yourself back to them whenever you need to. So there you have it, your three core habits. So like I say, we talked a bit about bit about my three things today. So good sleep, meditation, strength training. We talked a bit about why they were important as well. So getting focused, shutting out the noise and reducing the overwhelm. And then we talked about how to actually create that list of your three core habits as well. So knowing how you want to feel, knowing what actually is doable for you, and then honing in, doing your brain dump and then honing in on, right, these are the three things I'm going to do. And I, I hope, I, I know that if you do this exercise for yourself, it's going to feel like you've got had a bit of a weight lifted off your shoulders because you're going to kind of go, Oh, right. I know what I need to focus on now. This is me not getting distracted anymore and not chasing after the latest new thing, but being focused on what I want and what I need in my life as well. So I know that if you do this exercise, it's going to feel great. It's going to feel amazing. So what do you think? I would love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear what your three core habits are going to be and how it feels for you to hone in on that and to really just focus on those things. But otherwise, that is me done for the day. That's all I've got to say on that little subject there. So thank you so, so much for joining me again. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will be back again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration.